Yeah, Pop Tarts is the best. Yeah, but but toasted strudel shut them down, bro. There's something about a toasted strudel. Toasted strudels is just next level. But I, I still I'm gonna stick to the pop tart though. Yeah, I'm, I'm an OG pop tart supporter, bro. Is that I put the ice cream between them, make the oh, pop tart see? ice cream. So I freeze my pop tarts, bro. Like I go pop full pop tart culinary, I put, bro. I put peanut butter on there on the cinnamon uh, brown sugar ones. That shit's fire. Yeah, I gonna, I'm gonna try that now that you fucking said that bro, shit. It's fire. So we're gonna have we got shampoo sloppy right here. He's gonna sign our table because we didn't have a marker in the fucking studio. Yeah, because we so give it a go, give it a go. Man, I'm high as fuck. I'm, <laughs> I'm toasty, bro. Sloppy tart. Slop tart right there. Slop bro. tart. Little sprinkles on that bitch. <laughs> I ain't no dirty, but you feel me, like. <laughs> yeah, shots to dirty. Damn near drew a mural on that bitch. Some Not no dirty, but but you close. Yeah, ain't no dirty. You look but, close. But it's you close second. You close second. <laughs> it's a slop tart life. You know what I'm saying? Slop it up. Fuck with, fuck with cold classic, bro. This is called Classic Interview number 13. It's one of my favorite numbers. Oh, damn, 13. I didn't even think about that. Friday the 13th. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're here with Shamplu Sloppy. Dang. I'm in here. I'm pretty lit at the moment. So before we start, this interview is hosted by Cult Classic. Go follow us on Instagram at Cult Classic Official, K-U-L-T Classic Official. Again, that's K-U-L-T Classic Official. Hit us on Twitter at K-U-L-T Classic O-F-F because Twitter's a hoe and wouldn't let us put the whole <laughs> handle. So yeah, go follow us on social media and then hit me up at Bobby D on the beat on Instagram at B-O-B-B-Y-D with two E's on the beat. And yeah, let's get this shit rolling. So the name, that have anything to do with Samurai Shampoo? Yeah, yeah, that's the best anime <laughs> of all time. Like I low-key uh, knew right when I, right when I seen your name. That's one of my favorite animes. People, oh, for real? That's yeah. Fire. Yeah, people slaughter my shit all the time, too. They'll be like, Shampoo Sloppy. They're like, he got such nice hair. His name's got to be Shampoo Sloppy. I'm like, that's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, yeah, they need more seasons of that. Um, I don't yeah. know, bro. Because part of me, like, for me, feels like I want to see more. But part of me feels like it's so perfect the way yeah, it is. Not to mess it up, like, yeah. But it's like, at the same time, if the original creator stepped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be I, like. I, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, no, no. I think he might have passed away. I don't know though. I think I, I sometimes I get names mixed up and stuff, but I think that he passed away, and that might be part of the reason that there's not more. But don't quote me on that because I'm pretty lit at the moment. Yeah, same. <laughs> right. Um, oh yeah. Shout out to Strizzy. Sample my soul, homie. Let hey. us do the podcast in the studio and shit. I appreciate you. Yeah, bro. we really appreciate the hospitality, bro. Man, I appreciate you, bro. You drove all the way down from yeah. Charlotte to see me. That's dedication. You about your shit. Like, Thank you. As you guys can probably tell, we're not in our usual interview location. Um, we, uh, the homie over here let us use his studio, uh, to get this interview done because my man Sloppy over here came in from Colorado to Raleigh on some family business yep. and we got the link up and get it done. Yep. So yeah. shout out to the bro over here. We'll probably throw his IG down there in the description. So go give him a follow. Yeah. Yeah. Really appreciate my, the one hospitality. Of my day ones. One of my day ones. I know him bro since I was a early teen. <laughs> so you guys started like making music together? Yeah, bro. It started like. I met I met Striz because my dog ran up on him one day when he got off the bus from school and uh I was like kicked out of school so I was just chilling smoking and I was like didn't know anybody in my neighborhood. I was like, Oh my bad about the dog. I was like, Yo, you, you smoke weed, bro <laughs> And he was like, Yeah <laughs> And then every day Striz got home from school, I'll be waiting, we go smoking this Jeep and just freestyle and rap and shit like that. Like Yeah. Young Jeep topics, bro. That's the throwback. And he was and he was always supplying the beats. Yeah, yeah, man's been producing forever. He raps too. Bruh started this thing called Grind Time back in the day. Shout out Lil Gutter and shit, man. Like some real real talent in Grind Time, bro. People just, you know, 
stay stay at a certain level because they they not doing what they need to do and stuff i guess i don't know right now um will and them actually are on their grind though i've been seeing them pop up they just did a video it's like a classic official or, or no 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 what instant classics that's what it is should just still be grind time bro i don't care what <laughs> g over t like yeah i'm in dead guy so it is what it is like shit even dead guy needs to be doing more than it is like <laughs> to be real so that part of your name came from samurai shampoo where the yep. whole the whole name concept come from shampoo sloppy yeah. so sloppy is just been my nickname since the first time uh my brother uh squirrel got locked up and i was writing him and he was just like man your handwriting is atrocious bro he just started <laughs> calling me sloppy so like it just picked up and then when my mom heard it she was like oh that fits you trying to slay me and shit and then it just stuck where i've been called sloppy like so long there's so many people that don't even know my real name you know like, yeah yeah like sometimes friends. sometimes it's better that way yeah yeah no 100 <laughs> percent, it's better that way but that's why I, I think Lil Toe's a genius for all that, hiding your identity. I wish. I wish I could have kept a mask on. Like, Yeah. Just, like, the idea of blowing up and not being able to go anywhere without no peace and quiet, that shit's a little scary, bro. Like, And I've seen on the IG, you got recognized, like, by somebody. And yeah, somebody's some, grandma took a so, picture with you. Yeah, some some girl at the mall, Pueblo Mall, was with my homie Ben's Rome. He's my producer. And we were getting pizza and shit. Yeah, my bad if I'm not, not in there. Sure. Uh, but we were getting pizza and shit. And this girl that was working there was like, Pueblo's a pretty small town too. But she was like, can I get a picture with you? You're sloppy, right? And I was like, yeah, sure. It always makes me feel awkward. It's happened a couple yeah. times. Like Denver Doms throws a show. I, I'm walking past the line and people be like, oh, shit. Like it makes me feel good. But it's always a little awkward, bro. I'm not used to it yet. But yeah, I'm taking a picture with that girl. And this old lady was like, should I know who you are? I was like, nah, <laughs> you definitely probably shouldn't. She's like, can I get a picture with you anyway? And I was like, all right, bet. She's like, I'm going to show my kids. They're going to think you just took a picture with some random Pueblo dude. <laughs> maybe, maybe they knew who I am. I've done Damn. some advertisement to Pueblo, you know. It's a small town. It's like small, small. Man, I'm pretty toasted to be Yeah, real. me too. I'm not going to lie. I smoked <laughs> a lot today. Just that ride, man. And shit. That three-hour Moses journey. Oh, hell yeah. But shit, it's worth it. We're here. We're doing this interview. Yep. Uh, so went along uh, this whole point in making music. You met him. That's when you started making music. Yeah, yeah. I had I had rap. Like, I was never serious about rapping until, yeah. like, two years ago. Okay. But I've always rapped, like, uh, since I was, like, 13, just because uh, it was, like, just a way to... Get some of these emotions out, bro. Like, you know, dealing with emotions and expressing yourself as a young man can be difficult because, you know, I don't know about other people, but but everybody around me was like, you know, men got to be this, got to be tough. You got to do this. You can't show this. Yeah. You can't cry. You know, so I'm like, damn, I can't do none of this human stuff. How the hell am I supposed to express how I feel about the problems I'm dealing with? And then it just started as rap. And I always just did rap because I, I just enjoy it. It's a good stress reliever. Like, it makes me feel good. But two years ago when my sister passed away i was like fuck it bro i'm gonna try this i'm gonna try to do this shit as like a like a career man like everything's more accessible nowadays we got instagram we got this yeah. that you know like social media is actually popping a, a social media presence means something like you know i'm a 90s baby bro that stuff wasn't around like, it, was, it, wasn't, it was not it wasn't, it wasn't a deal. We, it was not there we're fucking with myspace <laughs> and nobody was on myspace for their music Everybody's on MySpace. Fuck with MySpace was like, genius, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. MySpace was genius. It set off a lot of shit ahead right? of its time. Still, still, like still you still ahead. can't do some of the still. shit on that you could do on MySpace, bro. You could upload like, your own music to MySpace, bro. Like it was really your space, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> it won't no reporting shit. I don't even think things got took down back then. You yeah. post whatever you want, or people just didn't post bullshit that would get reported back then, like. Yeah, I don't know. Now that I think about it, I don't even remember if that was a, an option on MySpace. I don't even know if you got likes on MySpace. I, I don't. I don't remember. even remember, bro. It's so far off, shit. bro. Oh yeah, bet. Appreciate it. It is bro. so Space. far Drink off. Drink water. Drink water. If you got a lemon buy, put that in the water. Drink that. <laughs> That's it. Okay, so started making music when you met him. Started taking it seriously two years ago. Yep. So your sister passed away was your main motivation. Yep. Uh. 
Yeah, I was just like uh, in this group chat with these people from Chive Center in Florida. Shout out, shout out to Charles Weedle. Um, and I had let them listen to some music because, you know, I've always recorded and shit. And they're like, damn, bro, this is fire. They were like, and then somebody like commented, like, to be real, Sloppy has some like some of the most stripes out of everybody in this group. Just the things that he deals with and he's been through, like, and he keeps his composure. And then somebody else was like, Sloppy, you should spit about your life, bro. Like, stop not spitting about Because I personally don't like sometimes i don't like spitting about my life because it's hard but it's hard put myself on blast put my family on blast for things that we've been through uh you know in some ways you dry snitching on yourself about things like yeah i don't want to never hear my music in court you feel me like, <laughs> <laughs> um so sometimes it's hard it's hard to to spit about real things but i made that song about my sister passing my brother passing my nephew dying and shit and uh, it just got a lot of love Lil Toe reposted it, Trapzilla reposted it, and then Riff Raff reposted it. I just woke up to, like, mad messages. People like, bruh, you on Riff Raff's SoundCloud right now? Like, da-da-da. And that shit just kind of came out of nowhere? Yeah, I thought they were lying to me. <laughs> I was like, what? And I went up there, and my song was damn sure right there. But that's cause, um, all because of Lil Toe and Trapzilla, because Lil Toe posted it and brought me over to Trapzilla's house and shit, and Trapzilla used to manage um, Riff Raff, so... You know, chain of events. I met a lot of people because of them. Put me on, bro. Show me nothing but love. I met Smoke Perk, Boya, Shakewell, Fat Nick. Met a bunch of people, and you know, just for being around the right people, I guess, making the right impulse decisions. People and networking is really, really bro, key, key, especially key. today. And like beyond just having good music, because people just sit in the bedroom and make good music. And yeah, then, there's so many people making good music. And it's That's good music try, too, but it's to like you gotta like, you gotta really get out there and really push it, meet the right people, and that. And That's what I mean when I say people ain't doing enough. Everybody like you, you making good music, but you might not be investing correctly. You might not be a lot of people either whether because of a job or just fear or financial, they can't just make trips or go to different events or this or that, but. To really make it in music, you got to be able to be flexible. Like, yeah. Somebody calls you and says, yo, I got a show with, you know, the baby Saturday. Can you make it? You're like, oh, let me call my job or this or that. Yeah. Like, things can really restrain you more. You got to balance priorities. Think. Like, the tools are there in 2019 to be an artist. For the barrier's low, but you got to know how to use them. Yep. And you're Spend more. Your money wisely. In 2019, you're more than just making the music. You're your own A&R. You're your own manager at first. Yep. You're a marketing exec. You know what I mean? You're a salesperson. No one's going to promote like, you the way you're going to promote you, bro. Exactly. And everybody poops at least once a day. You feel me? So when you're sitting <laughs> on that toilet, get that promotion done. Or like, when you're laying in bed. Yeah, or just instead of looking at other people's posts, work on your own stuff, man. I go through. I make sure I'm liking other people's stuff. I'm yeah, commenting. commenting. I'm getting them followers, bro. Ain't nobody getting Responding me followers. Responding to your own comments. Me. Responding to DMs, own DMs, all my comments, yeah. all that. Because ain't nobody promoting you like you. Like at the end of the day, like and and if you ain't got the money for it, then use your ambition. And if you ain't got the ambition or the money, then you ain't got the right lane. Bro. Yeah, like, you got to choose a different path. I'll go like, you know, I got probably like 56 AMVs made for me this month, like animated music videos. People use animation. I will humbly say I spend one joint a day going on YouTube, going to different AMV channels and saying, yo, feel free to use my music for your AMVs, I give you permission because they can't use certain songs without permission. Cool. I don't, I don't even want you to have to ask me. I just go to mad different YouTube channels and, and that's I say, smart. yo, if that's you ever want to use my music, feel free. And people be like, oh, bro, that looks bad. How? It doesn't. Because I'm super it motivated doesn't. to get my name out there. I got 56 videos made for me this month, and I didn't have to make any of them. I just sat there and commented on people's shit. Like, if you want to get it done... If you want to get it done in 2019, you really got to put the work in. Do it. People don't. Yeah. People think just really, I'm going to put out this and see how it goes. I, I mean, it co if you got good music, it could work well, but it's going to it's gonna take a lot longer than it could. It's definitely you really a lot harder be, than if you got good it's music. It's about interaction yep. and marketing, especially on social media, is huge today. Yep. People say, oh, I don't care about Instagram. You got to tie in the whole image. That's what people want. Yep. People want to know more than just the music because... They've had it now. They've had it. It's yeah, there. Yeah, it's, so they it's want there. it for everybody now. You know what I mean? It's stressful, too, bro. Like, I just posted today, like, sorry if I haven't been getting back. Because I'm usually really good about DMs. Like, I try to hit, especially because I do the anxiety and depression thing. You know, you never know. Somebody hit me up about to fucking off themselves or something, and I'm not able to respond. And then I feel guilty about some shit. Shit weighs on my conscience. But 
like people really be venting their their problems to me bro and i feel responsible for like trying to help them with what they're dealing with and stuff and now it's it's getting hard bro it's hard yeah. to keep up with everybody dming me and it's not even just the first response it's holding a conversation because then i'm responding to 20 people having 20 that's some crazy multitasking 20 conversations at once sometimes start mixing conversations up and shit like trying to keep up with what i'm doing like but it's like one of my biggest perks is being able to like really guide people and try to give them advice because i was pretty hard-headed when i was a per- like a little kid teen like yeah. young adult, all that shit you know it took a while to become a good person and i feel like if i had somebody that i could relate to more you know like really giving me genuine advice telling me oh don't take them pills or don't do this like it's not worth shooting up his crit you know like stuff like that like probably could have been a lot more level-headed but i i had you know i did but at the same I also time was bad at venting about shit i never yeah. really came out to people about nothing i was dealing with i just bottle that shit up and deal at the with same it. time despite it being negative if you had changed what you went through you think you'd be kind of where you're at and no kind of no i needed to your arm yeah i needed to deal with everything that i've ever dealt with in my life to be a person that appreciates things you know people that don't go through much in life they have like a real twisted view yeah. of things. Nah, I think life I is just way that. different than what it is, or they're not appreciative of anything. They can't like, you know, like they just don't have realization, bro. Like I'm a realist. Some, and I'm also very blunt and quick to speak my opinion. And sometimes that digs me in a deeper hole than I should be in. Like, you know, like what but I was at the same time, the if podcast, those people can't, can't understand just being straightforward. Then yep. and you he, don't need to be working with like Strizz told me earlier, like, Bro, your opinion ain't always going to please everybody. And that's something I got to get used to. Like, especially with the the age of being offended be upon us, you know, like offended is coming, you know. Yeah, it's like a new quick. trend to find shit to be offended yeah, just about. To really nitpick or to just take what people say and then totally put your own perspective behind it, which is okay. But to say that somebody's saying something different than what they are because of your perspective, that's just how you're perceiving it. That doesn't necessarily mean that's how per- that person like spoke it, you know. Because I, t- I speak on a lot of things openly, like abortion and all that. And people like, some people agree with me. Some people get mad. You know, you can't please everybody. But, yeah, it's crazy. You got to tread lightly out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've had people on on this, people air out. Like, people have aired out plenty of shit. And I know people have gotten mad over it. Right, yeah. It's just, so, hey, and but, hey, if you, like, you really, people just, at that same time, people just don't understand. They're so trapped in their own ways. They can't understand the fact that an opinion is an opinion. Yeah, yeah. You at know the end I mean? of the day, even if I think your opinion is fucking retarded, it's still just an opinion. Yeah, it's you not don't like, have to you fucking know. hate each other. Yeah, yeah. I can like have that. a That's civil debate. I could look you in the face. We could disagree about something. We could argue over it for two hours. And then after it, I'll be like, all right, babe, we're done. Like, And then on a larger scale, if we disagree, we don't have to go to war and shit no, like yeah, that. On like, a larger scale. Like, if everybody kind of thought like that, like, think about how the, differently the world would be. It's all egos, bro. It's all people yeah. want to be right. They can't accept another opinion. I'm good. I'm good at debating because I'm good at taking fault too. Like I'm open minded, bro. If you can change my opinion on yeah. something, I'll walk out the debate saying, "Damn, I'm really glad that I saw your perspective on this. It changed my opinion, and I can see things from a new light." You know, I'm not one sided, and most of the time, when I speak on things, whether it be political or religious or this or that, I speak from a hundred and 10 percent non-biased standpoint because i'm not i don't care about none of that shit so when i'm speaking about it it's not like oh i care about this religion more than this one or this more than that no, i'm just thinking from what's logical according to me and then i speak it no gen i'm not speaking from a gender basis i'm not speaking from a race basis i'm just speaking as a human being you feel me like this is how i feel about subjects like and i feel like a lot of times people will misconstrue just what you say based off of who you are. You speak about abortions and you're a man. To a lot of people, you're automatically wrong for even speaking about it, you know? like Yeah. So there's, like, preset social stigmas that I forget that I fall under and I just speak. <laughs> like, for real. So how did you kind of get connected with the local music scene out in, in North Carolina? When did you kind of start to really get? Because I noticed that's how no, I kind of found out about you because you got a lot of connections with a lot of artists that I know out here that are really putting in work. And oh, you're up. talking about like um, Charlotte in general. I was gonna mostly say, Charlotte because we're based out of Charlotte, but yeah. I try to keep the podcast more open than that. Like, you know what I mean? Really, my most but, of my connections yeah. are Charlotte though. Besides, like you know, people that I grew up with, like Striz and shit. Like, um, but you were out in Raleigh, so were you just going to Charlotte a lot? For no, shows and no. Shit? I met um, 
all of them because of that tour I did with Lil Toe, It's Okay to Cry, and Nick Prosper, Cameron Nazi, and Subjects. Um, we did that tour, and uh, Dirty Dirty Butt pulled up on us at a show. Ten cell phones opened for us at um, Toki Tattoo in Asheville, the one I was telling you about. Um, and then I just really clicked off with them, bro. My homie Huckleberry and Ten Cell Phones came out for a, a Slump God show that I was doing. And uh, Huck's van broke down, and they ended up staying with me for, like, two weeks. And that was really, like, my first real, real interaction with Ten Cell Phones and Huckleberry. Like, I met them at the show. We chopped it up for, you know, however yeah. long we were at the show. And then they came, and they were at my house for, like, two weeks. And I was like, I fuck with these dudes heavy. Like, Cell Phones is, like, one of them dudes that will ask you to use the restroom. You feel me? Like, he's, like, yeah. super polite, but people perceive things differently because of Instagram. Like, I thought, nah, I thought Lil Toe was going to be an asshole, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, I was like, I don't even know if I like this dude. Like, he's just Tennis, loud. Yeah. Like, but they, they perfectly respectful people. It's crazy. Like, I feel people you. think I'm going to be a goon. I think I'm pretty well-spoken <laughs> and shit. Like, no, nah, I definitely, it. like, no point of people. Like, I'm, I definitely know they're going to be a lot different in person. Like, especially, Ten is one of the most polite people I've ever talked to. Ten yeah, yeah. Fuck he's like, super polite. Like I said, he'll, funny, he'll, like, he'll be at your house be like, yeah. can I use the restroom? I'm like, yeah, where you got to go to the bathroom, go. Like, you know? Like, yeah. Nah, ten, ten is cool as fuck. And, like, definitely meeting you, like, a lot of people, like, just because like people look different or like tattoos or, or yeah anything, or whatever yeah. Or, like they like guns or whatever yeah you know cell phones I mean? like guns so he's probably a violent person darker music yeah. you know what I mean like it don't mean nothing and speaking on your tattoos when did when did you start to really get some ink oh I've been tatted as long as I can remember really like but not this tatted like at least. I mean, I started getting tatted before I was 18, so, like, yeah. I had little tats here and there, but they weren't, like, out there like that, because my mom was like, you know, don't get tatted until you're 18. She took me to get my first, like, professional shop tat, which was pretty cool, but, yeah, I've been real, real tatted, like, the last, like, seven years, probably, like, yeah, I just, um, to be real, I, I used to be associated with a gang and shit. I had a bunch of stupid-ass gang tattoos that just made me a target. And they were all shitty, bro. It was, like, all done by, like, you know, me and some other 13-year-old <laughs> kids and shit. Yeah, was, that I had sloppy right here. You yeah. know, like, I had, like, a bunch of tattoos. Me and a bunch of my 13-year-old friends and shit did. And it was just, like, trash, bro. And, like, so I just got all that covered. And that made me a lot more covered because they were already, like, these big shitty-ass tattoos that had to get covered up, you know? I was like, man, I can't keep walking around looking like I drew on myself. Like, it's horrible. <laughs> For real. What are your That's, favorite ones? Bro, uh, real quick, though. Don't get tattoos until you can spend money on tattoos. Do not let people yeah, give don't you free tattoos. Yeah, don't cheap out on tats, bro. Don't, that shit is with you forever. There's so many tattoos right now that I have that were cheap, and I'm like, oh, I could get a cheap tattoo. Spend that money on tattoos. Like, do not go the cheapest route when it comes to tattoos. That shit is crazy. Um, my favorite tattoos, shit, probably my sister's death date on my face, my keyblades, just tigers for my mom. There's a couple of them that mean shit, but the rest of them were just like images that I fuck with. Like Frank Frazetti right here, that's my favorite like illustrator. Uh, his art's fire. He did like the original Conan and shit like that. So I got a whole sleeve of him. My left arm was just done by, like, this biker tattoo guy out here named Johnny Savage, and it was all cover-ups, and I was just like, whatever works, bro. Whatever you can fit yeah. to cover shit up, just put it there, you know? You need to get that shit going. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, I like my zombie girl a lot. I got the cat from Trigun, Calcifer, Totoro, No Face. Yeah, I love the My anime, anime tattoos. tattoos, bro. Like, Love the Triforce. I wish I would have <laughs> been. Yeah, appreciate you. I, I wish I would have been more comfortable with myself growing up like because i would have got more anime tattoos and shit like that you yeah. know like i've always loved anime i've always loved dragon ball z pokemon all that shit and it's just like it wasn't always cool to express yourself bro. which pokemon game is the best one uh pokemon gold probably because that was pokemon the first go gold, gold. oh yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. bro no, come nah, on nah, come nah, on nah, nah. pokemon go. gold for the game boy pocket bro like you know um, probably that one because it was Damn. the first one where you, oh, like, you had a bonded pocket? with Pikachu and shit. Yeah, I had a Game Boy Pocket, bro, and I had the Game Boy Color. No, the, I, the yellow was the one where you where you had Pikachu. 
That's what I said. Oh wait, oh, no. Oh, you said gold. Gold. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. That's I forget what that. The bird I forget on that there's nah, gold yeah, and silver. Good, no, I mean good. Pokemon Yellow. That was gonna yeah. say the same one. Yeah, way. gold and silver is that um Japanese version. I have all of them at the crib, and I have two Game Boys and a Link cable. If anybody ever Bruh. wants to catch the fade, let's, let's um, get it, bro. Yo, I got Pokemon Red. Oh, for real? Okay, I got red, blue, green. I Bruh. even got the green one, bro. I got the one with Bulbasaur on the front of it. When I come out to Colorado. Better train before then. I got all have the that link train. I have that names. link cable, bro. <laughs> Listen, I got Pokemon Stadium with the N64. I'm gonna be doing double time. Stadium train. Yeah, said, I got Pokemon Stadium. I got the N64 hooked up to the um. We got a whole 20 foot projector Ooh. in the basement. I got uh, Golden Eye, Mario Kart. Event out of this, I still, bro. I still play Pokemon Snap, bro. Bruh. What you mean? You remember that shit? That's like the only photography bro, Pokemon game that was fire. Bro, that's one of the Full best door. games like, for the 64, bro. Bro, so fire. Pokemon Snap is crazy fire, crazy, bro. Crazy good, yeah. No, I'm a. I told you, bro. I'm a. Cl- I'm a nerd, bro. I'm no, classic, same, bro. bro. I got, bro. I'm. A, I can't. I. I can't say exactly what I got because I, 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 people know where I live and shit. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need. Yeah, but like, dude. people know where I live I'm too. I'm a gamer but, and shit, bro. Yeah, I yeah. got some shit, and I love my Pokemon. I'm, I'm trying to build a computer up you, soon. You bro. got Poke. You got Pokemon Stadium. A yep. projector. Yep. I'm a train. Yep. I'm gonna yeah. come out there. I'm gonna come out there. You got a switch? You be playing the new shit? I do got a switch. I, I don't have, have a new shit switch though. Code. I got the poke, the poking, the Tekken poking yeah. shit. That shit's crazy too. Like, cause it's not turn based. You just be like punching people in the face as Charizard. That shit goes hard, bro. I just got smashed two days ago for this. I need to get smashed. I still don't Bruh. have it. I don't have it because I, I haven't. Been, I got smashed for the sixty four too. I've been playing it. I, have, long. I, I played every game. Yeah. I remember waiting for Melee to come out, yep. bro. Yeah, I've been oh, trying to hold man. off on buying new games because I have too many games I ain't beat yet, and I start feeling guilty. Why I even need this new shit? I haven't Bro, beat this other shit. I got shit on the shit NES I, I still got to play. Basically. Like, I should on my Super Nintendo yeah, I still yeah. got like, that far back, bro. <laughs> crazy yeah yeah i love all my shit bro. but we're gonna make an event out of this yeah i'm with it game everybody night. watching we're gonna game make night. an event out of this yeah we're gonna Slaying. put the video up <laughs> i'm a murder bro with the gonna, red shells and get, the- it's, it's on bro I'm, uh, now you're gonna get me back because I, I bought I bought Pokemon Red and Pokemon Sapphire the same because I had a lot of my games stolen from me back yeah, in the yeah. day. I feel so you. So it's like that, I'm still yeah. trying to rebuy my collection and shit. Bro, but I had I, a Sega with like every game that shit got janked. That shit hurt, bro. Like I had and my N64. I still have the 64, but I had like 80 games for it, all gone, bro. Stop stealing. Steal from corporations. <laughs> Stop stealing from people. People don't have stealing budgets, all right? If somebody takes $1,000 worth of shit from me, I didn't just have a $1,000 put aside that I could lose every year. Walmart has like $6 million dedicated to shit being stolen every year. If you don't fucking steal shit, then they wasting that $6 million. Just fucking steal from them, bro. Don't, you know, don't sue me Walmart or nothing. I'm just saying steal from corporations. Don't steal from people. I see some crazy fact that Walmart makes like $39,000 like a minute or something like that. Yeah, steal from them, bro. $39,000 <laughs> a minute. Holy shit. Or maybe shit. maybe it's maybe it's, it's probably more. Yeah. 39,000 a minute. I'm I mean, have to look that up after. Yeah, that's but they you know, they have means for that. They have like they already thrown away more than people are stealing, so it's like whatever. Not that I condone stealing at all, but if you yeah. got to do it, steal from Walmart. Fuck Walmart. I only say that stealing food is acceptable. If you hungry, you ain't got no groceries, go fill that food cart up, bro. Like, who gives a fuck? They're going to throw half that shit away anyway. But, you know, you want to play a video game, go cut somebody's grass or some shit. Like, <laughs> So you started uh, jumping back on track. Yeah, you started. Yeah, you start, Nah, it's cool. We always go off track and shit. But we always get right back on. Right. So you met all the artists locally in North Carolina when you were doing that tour. But yep. you did you grow up out here? Yeah, I grew up in Raleigh. Okay, and well, around Raleigh, I were just you Raleigh, in? People know it. When did you move to Colorado? Did you do this when you did this tour? Were you living in Colorado at yeah. the time? Yep, living in Colorado. Back here. Yep. So you didn't really. I don't get, live here. I, I just no, did, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So you don't have any like, you didn't have any connections out here, but really in the music scene before you moved to Colorado. Nah, not besides like just homies and me doing music, but not like anything serious or any like real connections. Nah, not at all. Um that all just came from the tour like yeah off that um i didn't even really have too many connections in colorado besides denver's dom put me on shows my connections came from florida that's why everybody always thinks i'm from florida because so many people from florida fuck with me and co-sign me and shit yeah i'm just from north carolina like <laughs> um, oh 
Shit, that's the timer. We got to end part one. We can jump right back into yeah, you moving to Colorado. Motivation, all that good shit. Uh, stay that's tuned. Right. Part two coming up right now. This is part two. We back with Shampoo Sloppy. Yeah. So pick it right back up right from where we were. You moved out to Colorado. When do you start to really make the connections you kind of have out there with music? Like you got, you got, uh, who do you really fuck with out there? Let's kind of name them off. Man, really, uh, just Denver's Dom was the, was the first connection. And then, uh, just recently I started fucking with my homie Quail. That's the Treehouse Pueblo and my homie D-Rex. Um, but you know, I got, uh, a couple homies, my homie Miho, uh, Miho Dabin started rapping lately, but. Most of my connections in Colorado weren't even music. They were just weed connections. Like, when I first moved out there, I moved out there with these people named Garden of Weedin, uh, and they taught me how to grow weed and all that shit, and they took first place at the Cannabis Cup for their extraction, and then they got linked up with Waka Flocka, and he ended up endorsing them for a while, wearing their stuff, and uh, shouting them out and stuff like that. But, yeah, most of my connections in Colorado are, are cannabis-related, and I just tried to use that audience to branch over to music you know what i'm saying um like mason mason ray parker he just started dropping music recently but he was big for like cannabis comedy and um he's a good connection out there i've been fucking with him for over a year now it's like my little bro but yeah most of it wasn't even music um, all that music stuff is florida and then california and the only reason i know people in california is because people i know in florida <laughs> so you moved out there because you met this group of growers or whatever. I already knew them from here. From they're here. From, they're from here, yeah. So you moved out there to help them out. And yep. then... I just got out of jail and mm-hmm. uh, was trying to bounce back. And bro offered me an opportunity. And I took it. And I appreciated it. And I did the most I could with it, you know? Okay. And then through um, all that, you had met Mason. Was he already making music or were you making music first? Because he was using more. He, he was wasn't releasing music. He he might have been making it, but he wasn't releasing music when I first met him. I think mm-hmm. he was just starting to get into rap and stuff like that. He was more on the comedy side of things, um, but he was already well established, like pretty well out there. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, and then when did you start to really notice that you're gonna see music popping? Like when did you start to really see kind of spike up? It was after you moved to Colorado. And then you and then you got on that tour. Yep. So it was yep. a little bit before that that something happened, or was that was it with that post from? It was when? literally like, uh, so I had hit up Charles Weedle because I saw him working with It's Okay to Cry, Nick mm-hmm. Prosper, uh, Ted Gift, just all these underground artists. And he's like the most slept-on videographer ever, bro. He's starting to shine now, which he really deserves it. But uh, I hit him up and was like, bro, I'm trying to. I'm trying to fly to Florida, stay with you for a week. I didn't even know, bro. You know, I'm like, I'm trying to stay with you for a week and uh, network, bro, and get some videos done, this and that. And he was like, pull up, bro. He was real open and genuine with me, and I copped that ticket. And then uh, it's kind of crazy because all these people I watch interviews, they have like a point in their life, make or break, you know. I woke up that morning to catch my flight to go see Charles and him to like 56 calls from my mom. And when I called her back, that's when I found out my little sister and my nephew had been killed in a car accident. And I had to decide, like, right then, like, damn, like, my flight's in, like, 30 minutes. Like, am I, am I going to go take this flight or am I going to, like, you know, woe is me type shit? And I took the flight. I came out there. We did a video. I worked with all of them. They helped me through all that a lot. I went to my sister's funeral. Then I flew back to Florida. And then we lined up the tour. And we got the rental truck. We did the tour. Um... So it was really then, like, and my shit's, like I said, like, my shit's been up, then down, then up. Like, uh, I was really popping the first 12 months that I was dropping music. I was full-fledged into it. Uh, And a lot of that, a lot of my descent has to do with the fact that my girl was pregnant when I was first popping. And uh, once the baby was born, after that first tour, I came home. I just felt like I really needed to focus on being a dad for a little bit. So I, like, spent, like, six months still dropping music here and there but really not traveling and shit and just focus on being a good dad um and now i'm back to it bro my daughter knows who i am i feel like i'm a good dad yeah. i feel like i can start traveling and shit again and uh like i said i'm, I'm going up right now right now i'm gaining on average three to five hundred spotify followers a day which is making me feel great because that's one of my goals like just a couple of days ago i was at like 
4,000 because I just started Spotify a couple months ago. Now I'm almost at 10,000. And Spotify is something that I've really it's been valuable. trying to push on people. Yeah, like it makes me feel good. Compared to like Instagram growing. or SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, I feel like, you know, I love SoundCloud. SoundCloud has got its place for certain songs with certain people that have a platform on there. But I'm trying to be more professional. Not that it's not, but, you know, you're, you're at work or you're riding your car. More people listen to Spotify than SoundCloud. SoundCloud is kind of like an at-home in the studio yeah. type vibe, you know, like real MC artists listen to SoundCloud and shit. Fans want to hear you on spotify pandora title you know and you make more money off that stuff i'm trying to pay these bills off music yeah, you know nah, definitely so spotify and title yeah if they're offering me more money that's what i'm aiming for i drop songs just on them because i get paid for it i'm trying to get paid man i'm not trying to not get paid that's the whole purpose right yeah like, definitely can't front i like money so <laughs> because you got on this tour is when you kind of started to make the connections. You got like your yep. features. You worked with Cameron Ozzy. Yep. The goat, Matt Ox. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Matt Ox, that's all. Matt Ox is from, uh, from Charles Weedle. That's his beat. Mm-hmm. Produced the videographer. He produces too. He produced that beat. Matt Ox got on it. He offered it to me. I took it. And then I um, paid Chapo to get on there because I felt like yeah, Matt I've Ox and Chapo were known one. together. I felt like it'd be a strategic move. And then uh, that song's on SoundCloud. It's got like 50,000 plays or something. None of them have promoted it like that. So that's all off of just me promoting it. And then uh, I actually just paid for an animated video on that. So animated video with Maddox and Chapo coming soon. That's going to be fire. I'm trying to drop it on No Jumper if I can, like, to be real. Because it's already got a platform for them. So you're being smart. Trying. You got to play that shit like chess, man. Everything's war, you know? Yeah, definitely. Even if you ain't got enemies, it's still war, you know? Yeah. It's war. Like, at the end of the day... Rap is a competitive thing, man. Even if I'm rapping with people. Exactly. It's a competitive sport. It's always war. Even if it's not, I don't wish no negative on nobody, but I'm trying to do better than everybody. Like, yeah. you know, like, and that doesn't mean I don't want to do better with people. I'm just trying to do better. You feel me? Like, for real. It's war. <laughs> it's funny. So to kind of just lay it out, because a lot of our audience, I feel like, is artists who yeah. who want or are aspiring to kind of be where you're at or where other artists who we have interviewed on here are at so let's kind of lay it out you kind of got your whole image and your name down mm-hmm. you kind of came up and were marketing yourself with cannabis culture and yep. you got a lot of your connections through music from cannabis culture yep that and anime and you were creating content based around anime cannabis culture and integrating it with your music yep find your niche a niche is important you just talked about getting your video on no jumper yep you've gotten features yep you're working out promotion i'm sure uh you've been on mason's page before you've yeah yeah it tied in with other artists gained a lot from from stuff like that you know the last post mason did i gained over two thousand followers from that one post with him another another hint if somebody big shouts you out, go private for the day because curiosity kills the cat. People want to know. That's a good little People want to know why this big person shouting you out or working with you and they can't see it unless they follow you. Do not accept that follow request till four in the morning when everybody's asleep so they can't just follow you and they unfollow you in two seconds. Like, for real, it's all strategy. It's all. There's an algorithm to everything in life. You just got to figure out your niche Damn. and the way to work the algorithm. Like. And take advice. I, all this stuff, you know, I have bigger artists around me. I'm watching. I am watching what is doing that's making it work for them. Yeah. I could probably do the same shit and make it work for me. Like The tools are all there. Like, you just got to be smart in how you're using them. Yep. And you exactly. got to get all your bases covered. And yep. I feel like, like we went back, like, let's go back. We talked about on part one when we were just saying artists sit in the bedroom, don't really know how to network and promote and market. And even, like, we were talking on the 10 Cell Phones interview, which you guys should go back and watch, by the way. Yeah, fire. Um, Tim was talking about how he integrated his guns, love of guns, into his image from music. Yep. And 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 he strives with it. It works. It's all marketing. It's all beyond having good music and being different. It's all marketing. You also, as a person, have to be marketable. If you make good music, but your personality is trash, not everybody's going to fuck with you. Like, a lot of people nowadays, especially in the underground scene, are more focused on people's actually personalities. Like, oh, I support this person because of who they are as a person, not just because of their music, which is important. That's what creates a cult-like following, the, the fucking core following when you say, 
post this on my story, everybody that is that core following is going to post it, you know? But if you just got people that just like your music, you know, you might not get those same posts. Like, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, for sure. So where do you want to go from here? Higher, more. I want more. I want to be like the people around me. I want more followers, more plays. I want to affect more people's lives. I want to be able to talk to more people about their problems. Right now, I just got a manager, uh, the John Potter. Follow him. That's my homie. Big, big looks to Johnny, bro. Like, because I, I push myself 110%. Nobody's going to promote me the way I'm going to promote me. Like I said, I spent hours promoting myself. Um, but at a, at a certain time, you feel like you hit this cap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm doing the most I can be doing for myself as myself. I'm also a dad, this, that, you know? Like, so... To get somebody who really believes in me and is going to invest their time and effort and all that into me the way that I feel I invest my time and effort, that's, you know, an army of two is stronger than an army of one. Yeah. You know, especially if, the, if your partner is strong. So I appreciate Johnny. I appreciate his support. I appreciate him believing me and all these opportunities he is about to provide to me, like, because he doesn't have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, So to recap again, you found your market. Yep. You figured out how to trick the algorithms, how to play the game. Yep. You got a team around you. You got the music down and you keep practicing with the music. Yep. So that's really like, like a lot of artists aren't doing that. Like they don't have foundation. I can't really explain. Like they're just sitting in the mu- in the room making music. Like they're not really strategizing beyond just being artists. They're not realizing that they have to play all People. the positions on the team at first. People aren't business oriented, and that's exactly. the problem. Is that exactly. Champ Lou Sloppy is not just a persona or a musician or a rapper or an actor, whatever you want to say. Champ Lou Sloppy is a business. You know, I yeah. have an LLC and a trademark. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a trademark person. This is a business. Like and you're the so CEO. Look at how people run businesses. Yep. And model yourself based off of that. And that's why I said yeah. people that hate on paying for promotion or features or swipe up or even interviews if you were to charge you know smaller artists for interviews and stuff paying for that stuff is the most beneficial thing yeah. you can do as an artist if you're not trying to invest money or time into yourself just make music for fun you're not gonna make it like like so so like i just want to say this there's nothing wrong with paying for instagram ads our social media. No, what's ads. wrong is when you go to Google and type in buy Instagram likes. That's, that's different. When that's wrong. Get, that's, that's foul. That's wrong. No, it's not that's, even wrong to pay Google to get no. your official artist. Like, I, I noticed I uh, searched you, you on could, Google. Yo, yeah, you could, you could pay to be hired up on the spot. And see, that's another thing. People type in, um, you know, Samurai Champloo, and sometimes some of my videos will pop up because mm-hmm. I'm getting more current activity than some of them. So. You know, find your niche, find your way to plug in and shit and go with it. Don't be, don't first of all, don't be worried about what other people are saying you know those are people that don't want to spend money on themselves they're just trying to stop you from spending money on yourself you know and that's all beyond just paying for social media ads when when we're talking about google and being found on google we're talking about a little something called search engine optimization yep so a lot of you artists watching this definitely figure out what that is you want to be the first to, pop to up. use it yep. so you got to be smart beyond making music you got to figure out your niche you gotta figure out how to market yourself you gotta hit the market and you gotta invest beyond making the actual track invest in ads invest in placements and and even just at the track level invest in cover art invest in a beat invest invest in in a beat invest in owning the rights to your music invest in no don't lease that shit buy that beat you don't want nobody else on that beat i'm not trying to compete over my song i own this song like invest in beats invest in and cover art, do not drop shit if it's not mixed and mastered. All that stuff is something that really holds people back. Spend the $50 to get your stuff mixed and mastered. Spend the $50 to get, you know, uh, your good cover art. Yeah, you know, pay some your producers. Might be, yeah, pay, pay, pay your cover artists. Pay, pay, or, or even if you're not paying a producer, if you're getting plays, split that revenue. Like, give make shit symbiotic. You feel me? Like, at least give back what you're getting. But, yeah, a lot of people, like, won't spend money on cover art. I'm like, yo, that's the first thing people see. They might not click your shit if it looks like some normal ass janky yeah. stuff, you know? Like, you have to. Yeah, cover art looks wild, looks interesting. Exactly. I love my people last People gotta couple. go for this, it. This EP I just dropped, the one mm-hmm. where I look like Winnie the Pooh holding Yeah, I seen that. I actually just listened shit to it on the way fire, up here. Bro. Like, I, I don't like how Spotify did that, though, because it's only four songs on that EP, and they put all my shit that's already up there under the EP somehow. Yeah. I don't get why they did it like that. That was weird. Hmm. Y'all gotta fix that, Spotify. That's trash. 
Because um, I only want people, if you click on Woozle, I want you to hear four songs, not every song I've ever dropped mixed in. Like, Yeah. But I guess that's just how Spotify runs because it's like a mix of radio. You can't really choose what you're listening to. Oh, actually, I don't have premium. That might be making the difference. You pay for that subscription, you might be able to play whatever the yeah. hell you want. <laughs> I see. That's, I see. <laughs> that's true. Because I list, I'm I'm pretty sure I listened to it and it was only like four, four songs. songs. You might have if you pay yeah. for the subscription, then that's probably the di- yeah. I'm I got a Spotify that's, subscription. That's, that's the d- dividing yeah. factor. You ain't got to fix nothing. Spotify, I fucked up because I'm cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but def- you you were saying you felt like you're more popping recently, but I feel like your music is better now. Even what, from what you were dropping in early 2019 compared to mid 2019, yep. there's been progression. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I'm always striving to be better. I'm pretty hard on myself about music. I hate most of my music, to be real. I was just telling him I'm just starting to accept like my yeah. music. Like, Hit a Lick, that's like people's favorite song. I think it's trash, bro. I don't like it like that. Like, I mean, the video's fire, aesthetically pleasing. But the, the lyrics and stuff, I just like rushed that song so we could shoot the video. And uh, I just don't like it as much. But Woozles, I fuck with that EP. I think I did well on that. I think all the songs you know kind of flow with each other well it was my first project i orchestrated it 100 percent by myself uh you know as far as like lining up the songs picking out what to yeah. do my homie trap boom bap uh he makes and mastered it biohazard inc did the the cover art but um i did that myself and i feel like it was a good project now i just want to drop projects bro. i want i want to do i just want to drop more music i want more content this year and visuals visuals is my main goal i want music videos out the ass if i could drop you know one a month that would be fire like if i could just keep up with that um especially because we have this movie dropping this year and it's pretty highly anticipated among the underground um film era and stuff industry i guess it would be uh so i just want when people to type my name in they have enough content to keep them pleased you know yeah like don't want to be stagnant i'm trying to go up like yeah, I definitely feel you. So who who else do you want to work with that you haven't yet? Anybody, really, bro. Like, you know, if somebody's grinding and they make good music, I'm with it. You know, yeah. like, um, obviously, I charge for features for, for certain, like, as shitty as it sounds, you know, certain artists does not have as much you to provide. But we on the same level and shit. I'm trying to work with anybody. But as far as, like, I don't even know, like, if are we speaking, like, reasonable people to work with or just, just who, dreams in general like dreams. even even that if i'm dreaming even that you know bro. what an outcast feature i'd hit somebody <laughs> with a brick in a dark alley to get andre 3000 on my shit <laughs> like to be real um to anybody but local, like local smaller yeah i was legendary. gonna say as far as like as i was yeah like legendary like outcast bro give me that nas feature bro like that'd be crazy bro but um but as far as like reasonable like realistic features though shake well I'm trying to fuck with my homie Shake heavy, uh, Booby Lavetta. I fuck with him heavy. Um, I would I would get on a track with NASCAR, bro. Go stupid hard, and I, yeah. I fuck with NASCAR since before he was big like that, bro. It's blowing up fast. You feel me? Uh, I want to work with cell phones again. I'm trying to work with Cameron Nazi again. I, of course, I want to work with Lil Toe more. Me and Mason got a song coming out. It's getting mastered right now. Uh. I can't, you know, I like obviously Suicide Boys, Puya, anybody that I really fuck with. And then mm. things on weird levels, like I would love to make a song with Portugal the Man. I would love to make a song with Fever Ray. I would love to make a song with Diane Word, you know, like Gus Dapperton, bro, sing, sing on the track. Like, Oliver, yeah. like, bro, let's do these, let's do these mixed genres, you know, like it doesn't have to just be a rap artist. Like Portugal the Man. What? That would be crazy, bro. They DM me back too. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't know. Like I, I was telling him too. God like damn. I, I DM people, bro, and like even Toe sometimes he'll be like, I don't know how these people are. Why they hit you back? I DM people that have no business being in their box, and I think they hit me back because I hit them up like I know them. Like I slide in. For instance, like and he didn't DM, DM me back, but it's just an example of how nonchalant I am. The other day I hit Jamie Fox up, and I was like, next time you in Colorado, link. Like and he didn't hit me back, but. There's a lot of, like, big people I hit like that, and then yeah. they just hit me up and start talking to me. Like, I'm like, what God the hell damn. is going on, bro? Like, That's funny as hell. Uh, rest in peace, Jose. You know, X always DM me back. He was always – I think he I think he was obsessed with DMing people back, kind of like I am. Like, he yeah. was real interactive with his fans, bro, and it meant a lot to people, you know? But I know he's getting 10,000 messages a day, so when I message him and 10 minutes later, I got a reply. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, you know, like, I don't know. God damn. I just and I try to be on the same level as people like I've been with Smoke Perp. I spent like a week around Smoke Perp. I've never asked him for a picture, you know, like 
I, I think next time I need to be more comfortable asking people for pictures for the gram because shit happens, you know, yeah. like memories. I don't have any pictures with X. I have a picture of us FaceTime together and shit, but I don't have any pictures like physically with him and stuff. And not that it matters because I know that I, I interacted with bro to a certain degree. You know, I wasn't like his best friend or nothing. I'm not trying to claim yeah. that. But, you know, I was blessed to interact with him and see, you know, that wave and stuff. And it's still going. But, yeah, I need to be better about asking for pictures. I just don't want to be looked at like a fan. I'm trying to be an artist, not a fan, mm-hmm. even though I'm a fan of these people. So we got about seven minutes left. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, I'm a gift to gab, bro. I go all day. So <laughs> what... You talk a lot about, like, anxiety and depression. You say you do DM a lot of people back that definitely yeah. hit you up about that. Where does all that come from? It come from, obvi- obviously, you dealing with it yourself and knowing how to deal with it. Do you kind of want to speak on that and some of the things you've kind of been through that kind of led you to – kind of made you the type of person you are today? Yeah, I'm, I'm not perfect, but I'm, you know, a lot better than I used to be. And I'm, I'm proud of the person I am today and the thought process that I have, the empathy that I can share with people, you know, like – I could really put myself in somebody's shoes. And uh, I've just been through a lot. And even a lot of the things I've been through, I forced upon myself. Like, you know, ain't nobody made me join a game back in the day. I did that shit. Like, ain't nobody made me act a certain type of way. I did yeah. that shit, you know. Um, I mean, I was highly abused as a kid by my stepfather. And uh, I think that that, my mom was a single mom when she left him. We were like 11 when we got out of that situation. But I think that that pushed me to i didn't know how to handle my aggression you know and i definitely couldn't like i got in a lot of fights in school because i was already getting beat up by my stepdad back home and then once we got out of that situation i was like ain't nobody doing nothing to me without me doing something back so i was real controversial i've never liked bullies i can't stand that shit picking on the wheat you picking on because like you know people pick on people that can't defend themselves because they don't want to get you know something you had to deal with as a kid no Uh, i well i had to deal with people picking on like autistic kids or anything of that nature and i like intervene because i that shit makes me feel sick to my stomach bro like it like makes me feel a type of way like you're really not being a good person right now and i have no (laughs) problem defending this person so yeah i stand up for other people more than i stand up for myself like you know i'll let shit slide a lot when it comes to me but i see you talking shit to this person that i know isn't about it and stuff i'm like nah bro like that's not cool bro pick on somebody that's worth picking on like but nobody does, you know, they all pick on the wheat, bro. It's not cool. Not that people are wheat. That's why I say I overthink everything I say, yeah. too, because I'm not trying to disrespect nobody. But, yeah, no, and then the anxiety shit, like, you know, getting beat as a kid and then my sister passing away, that shit really fucked with me. Now, you know, people die in cars every day, and when it's somebody near you that dies in a car, you think about that shit. I've had friends lost in car accidents, but never, like, that close. My sister and my nephew passed, yeah. and, uh, just hit home, man. Now I think every time I leave the house, somebody's going to be texting and driving to get me murdered, bro. I don't like that shit. I'm trying to live. I'm trying to live. All these movies coming out this year, I need to be able to see them, bro. Yeah. Avatar 2. <laughs> if I don't live to Avatar 2, bro, the world might as well just self-destruct. Like, the fuck? The new Lion King? I'm not going to lie. That's real talk, though. I looked out the list of movies coming out this year, and I said, I got to eat healthy. I got to stay alive, bro. <laughs> movies are getting too good to be dying, bro. Like, I'm trying to watch these movies. Like I've been thinking about it, too. I got to be healthier, too. Bro, I, I stopped, stopped eating smoking as much. Like I, I have stopped smoking as much. I have stopped eating a lot of red meat, too. It's bad for you, bro. I've been on a lot of black beans and stuff like that, exactly. a lot of bro, rice. Like, you can't run your car off vegetable oil. It yeah. matters what you're putting in your body. You know what I'm saying? not saying that you can't eat vegetable oil. I'm just saying, you know, things are designed for certain things. Half the shit in our diet is made to fuck us up. Yeah, it tastes good, but it fucks you up, bro. It messes your teeth up, messes your stomach yep. up. Like, I ate a burger last night. I've been hurting all day. It was my first time eating a burger like, two months but i'm like damn cookout bro big double burger like let me dabble real quick like you know every once in a while ain't bad but you can feel the difference i feel it hurts oh yeah yeah i feel that shit you gotta just be the best drink more water drink water man i force myself that's why i I, I don't like water like that so i get i found that i like lemons in my water i squish the lemon in there that shit i'll drink water all fucking day you know like be the best you you can be without falling into these tricks you don't think i like honey buns and snickers and it's just fucking delicious i put snickers in honey buns and eat that shit but you know that shit's horrible for yeah. you and at the end of the day you know i want to be here as long as i can bro like to be real you got one snickers chance, ain't one worth tic- it bro. one ticket yeah every once in a while okay but when you overindulge in things overindulgence yeah. is bad with anything same with weed that's why i told you i've been i haven't been smoking like that today and yesterday first time i smoked in two weeks and I'm high as shit, you know? Like, it's, one, it's cool to be high again because I usually just feel normal. But 
got to give your lungs a break, bro. Ain't yeah. nowhere we can just go sign up, get your lungs clean, walk out happy with new lungs. You know, I've been fighting this weed battle for like 14 years now. You feel me? Like I've been smoking, bro. My lungs probably begging for help. So you you've been you've been through a lot in life and it's you make that very very clear in your music and you make that clear in your actions because if you haven't been through a lot in life you wouldn't be dming people back yeah you know it shows I mean? Who are it shows going through people. it you wouldn't be talking to people when they need it so um you got so you got a story for anybody out there who is kind of struggling with the similar similar shit that you've had to struggle with you know maybe yep. being in a gang maybe um losing somebody close to them maybe dealing still every day with anxiety depression do you got any any messages for them or any like tips for one you not alone like everybody's dealing with shit for two ain't nothing wrong with depression it's like um like people say you know even older people you know like if you 30 years old living with your parents working a minimum wage job no car you know, if you're not depressed about the situation, something's even worse. You know, like, yeah. you should be upset about that situation. That's part of being normal. You know? And then people don't talk about it. Exactly. It's not It's not wrong to, to, to express yourself. Uh, for young people, breaking up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend is not the end of the fucking world. You know, one of the that's one of the main things people hit me up about. These young crowd, damn, losing their significant other, thinking it's the end of the world. I'm telling yeah. them. Yo, <laughs> I, was like, oh, I thought you were going down. Um, I'll be telling them like, yo, I'll be telling girls, you know, fuck a bunch of dudes. Telling dudes, fuck a bunch of girls, you know, <laughs> like you gay, fuck a bunch of people. I don't care, bro. Like get that shit in before you settle down. Enjoy your life. You know, things are beautiful. Take use it protection. For, yeah, use protection. Yeah, stay strapped. Yeah, use condoms. And birth control. Bag. Birth controls for men and women. Condoms for men and women. Like all that shit is real life. Plan B is okay. And plan B Don't is be acceptable. To go yeah. get that shit. And and like I just posted today on Facebook, I ain't got no problems with abortions. I don't think you know anybody's wrong for doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Just don't use that shit like birth control. If you're not using all these precursors first. You might be fucking up. You know, you can't be complaining about getting pregnant. You're not even trying not to. Like, yeah. everybody knows fucking equals babies. You feel me? Like, it's common knowledge. <laughs> that's why That's why we kind of do it. Yeah. That's why we like, have urges yeah, to do it. DNA is <laughs> in our body, you know? But, yeah. Nah, y'all not alone. Hit me up. DM me. I try to get back to everybody I can. If I don't get back to you, don't take it personally. I'm trying to get there. It's just a lot of messages. But, Yeah. I, I just, uh, I wear everything I went through like a badge because it made me the person I am. Anybody want to write an autobiography, hit me up. Let's get that promotion going. Especially with the abuse and shit. People think they're weak for speaking out about being abused and shit. Like, that's kind of a stigma men have too, especially yeah. in America that you, you got to be manly and you got to kind of swallow and that's, your pride. That's what I was saying earlier in part Smoke one. Smoke a blunt or, or take a drink or something. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. suck that shit up. Because my, my stepdad would beat me and tell me like men don't show fear men don't cry i'm like damn bro like you know like things are happening it's rough right now but yeah yeah don't let don't let that shit hold you back so anything rapid wrapping this up anything else you want to speak on anything you feel like we didn't cover anything else you want to speak on real quick anybody you want to shout out anything you want to say uh shout out little toe man show me so much love shout out john potter Shout out Sample of My Soul, motherfucking Strizzy right here. Shout out you for making that fucking drive, Thank you, bro. bro. I appreciate you. I had to. Had to get this in. And you can bet I'm going to be out in Colorado and we're going to get some shit done out there. Facts. Pull so. up. I got the guest room. And if y'all feel that we didn't go over anything. Yeah, we um, kind of on, sh on short schedule today. We so, back. so, we yeah. know most most people that watch my interviews usually expect like an hour and a half to two hours. But, yeah. you know, we kind of podcast had to, time. Two hours, you know. Yeah. Ramble a little bit. Get main topics done. But we're going to do another one. That's what this I was just about to say. If you think we didn't cover something enough, you, there's some other shit you want to know about, just comment below. And we'll yeah, get on, let on us the know. Let us yeah. know. Because we're going to I'm gonna be in Colorado before the end of 2019. We're going to get a, some shit done out there. So I'm an open book. I ain't got no fears and no questions. You ask the questions, you shall receive. I'll answer them. Just don't be mad at the answers. Like <laughs> Again, thank you guys for watching. Uh, wh where can they find you? Champlu Sloppy, C-H-A-M-P-L-O-O -O, Sloppy on all platforms, all social media, PlayStation. You can get your ass whooped, whatever. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> and then you can get me on Instagram at Bobby D on the beat, B-O-B-B-Y-D-E-E -E on the beat and on Twitter at BobbyD603 because again Twitter's the hoe and they only put the whole handle and then follow us the brand Cult Classic cultclassicofficial.com is the website check out our store check out our blog we do shows we do cool shit like interview shampoo sloppy 
and be sure to follow us instagram at call classic official k-u-l-t classic official again k-u-l-t classic official and again on twitter at k-u-l-t classic o-f-f again at k-u-l-t classic o-f-f thank you guys for watching uh be sure to stay tuned for the end of the year we're doing part two if you watch this on youtube please comment subscribe share this with your people let them know what we're all about let them know what sloppy's all about and we only going up for here so again thank you for sticking with us everybody peace <laughs> yeah i fuck with the name too cold classic i meant to tell you that earlier